birthday. <laughs> and you are listening to Throwdown Thursday. Welcome to the new year. Welcome to a new beginning of our wonderful podcast. I am Agent Nicole. I am Ironborn. I am something something and something something else. And I have a angry, angry co-host, Mr. Man with all the science facts, Patrick. Uh, Patsy the Angry Nerd, wow. Yeah, whatever. Starting um, off the new year fucking up. Yup, why Why change things up? You know, <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm not angry so much as concerned by the news that we just heard. Yeah. About, you know, this is the first show of the new year, but we're recording it at the end of 2016, and I just want to say, 2016, Suck. go outside and play a nice game of hide and go fuck yourself, because... Uh, we just heard. Uh, Sorry, everybody. Just, that I just read it on my news feed. Yeah, Carrie Fisher, while on a plane, had a massive heart attack. Um, you know, because this is a developing story. By the time this airs, you know, we'll probably know what's going on. Yeah. But I have not heard anything yet. Like this is just a developing story, yeah. and fuck you, twenty sixteen. I feel like I feel like I want to sing. You know, um, the movie Ted yeah. and the Thunder Buddy song. Fuck and at the end, uh, fuck you, twenty sixteen. You can suck my dick. That's that's where I'm at at this point. I swear to God, if anything happens to Carrie Fisher, I'm I'm I I, I just I don't even know. I don't even know. It sounds like it was rather fortuitous because it happened fifteen minutes before the plane was supposed to land. And Shit. there was somebody on board who uh, was an EMT, and they admi- supposedly administered life-saving measures. Good. So, I would imagine they have an AED on 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 board, uh, an, an automated external defibrillator. Yeah. Because those things are like they really are life-saving. Now she certainly hasn't treated her her body well over the years i think it's well uh well discussed that uh you know she's done gone on many and many a drug bender mm-hmm. um so hopefully you know hopefully this the, everything works out obviously get well carrie yes carrie yes. fisher is just she's just one of those incredible people um you know i hope to meet her someday Mm -hmm. she has just been amazing as far as the feminist movement goes um it's just very outspoken and funny and wonderful and i wish her nothing but the best and i'm a little i'm having a little bit of a a hard time concentrating right now so i I apologize i apologize Um, and the voice you're just hearing is our other co-host our lovely mistress of merlot ashes my nightmare hello everybody and we can't forget our wonderful producer, Johnny Wolfenstein. It's okay. I forget myself sometimes. No, well, we can't forget about you. Aww. All right. So let's fuck you 2016. Let's celebrate 2017. New year. New, new you. No. That was good. <laughs> new year. New you. <laughs> Actually, fuck that bullshit. The whole new year, new you. You just fucking be, a, regardless of the date, be a better fucking person. Like, yeah. seriously, do shit. Be, do good shit. Yeah, do good. 2017, sh- do good shit. That should be our new phrase. That should be the new tagline. Do good shit. But, okay, so it's the new year. Are we looking for great things for the new year? What are you guys looking forward to? I'm looking forward to it not being 2016 anymore. Um, I'm looking forward to... We, we'll, we'll be having a, a milestone episode coming up in a couple of months. 
our uh, 50th episode that should be airing on uh, June 8th. So. You know, 50 is the new 40. <laughs> Orange that is came the from. new deal. <laughs> <laughs> Orange is the new president. Um, oh, God. Yeah. No, yeah. let's not talk about that. There's still time for a giant meteor to come in and wipe us all out. Well, I mean, I don't I don't want to go anywhere. I just want him to be gone. I want to move to Mars. Let's do that. Let's move to Mars. We can hang out with Mark Watney and eat shit potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of crazy, awesome stuff. Uh coming like happening in in 2017 patrick what are you looking forward to well what am i looking forward to well i have a ginormous list of I'm things sh- I, I know i know you do list. so i'm gonna uh because i have like six thousand things on my list and you guys don't have six thousand things on your list i'm just gonna quickly just, run through yeah, my list rattle, and rattle talk about the things list. that go, i like go 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 uh and this is in no particular order but I am looking forward to uh, Kong Skull Island. Yes. Uh, we will be doing a, a Kong episode that corresponds. Yes. Uh, John Wick 2, again, same thing. We, we mm-hmm. have to do a John Wick episode because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Have you seen John Wick? Yes, I have seen okay. it. Okay. But Ashes has not. And we're <gasps> going to rectify that ASAP. Uh, Logan. Yes. The, uh, the Wolverine movie. We'll be uh, covering logan this year yes with and some two special guests yeah we, i was gonna say we have some uh some folks who are very interested in that uh the thor ragnarok movie yes uh, guardians of the galaxy 2 yes wonder woman again we'll be yes. covering wonder <laughs> woman uh the justice league war for the planet of the apes and we will be doing an episode on caesar mainly because i want you to watch all 11 11 no eight eight Planet of the Apes movies. You're just going bananas. Uh, <laughs> at least I'm not monkeying around. No, mine was better. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, Resident Evil, the final chapter, the second train spotting movie, because train spotting was That's phenomenal. coming out soon. Uh, the Power Rangers film, because it does look mm. pretty interesting. Uh, the movie Life, that looks pretty cool. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming, The Dark Tower, and We Will. Be God, doing an we episode will. On, of course we will. on Roland, and hopefully we can get. Uh, you know, I, I know a couple of folks who are listeners who are big Roland DeShane fans, and so I'm hoping that maybe we can get uh, maybe we can get Miss Stephanie and Mister Slagoth to join us in that discussion. Uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword looks yeah pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, Alien Covenant again, that might be one Stephanie mm-hmm. grudgingly joins us for. <laughs> uh, the Mummy, uh, the Tom Cruise, right? Well, yeah, with Tom Cruise and with the girl from uh, Kingsman that played Gazelle, and oh, she was yeah. in Star Trek Beyond. Oh. I forget her name off the top of my head, and I didn't write it down because I was writing down movies. Um, but. Uh, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to like kickstart the Universal Monsters again because oh, Russell, well, Russell Crowe is uh, in this film and he's credited as uh, Dr. Henry Jekyll. So that should be interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Transformers, The Last Night, even though I know the Transformers movies have been uh, just almost unwatchable because the dialogue is terrible and it's just basically, uh, you know... Uh, Michael Bay masturbating explosions all over the goddamn place uh, and focusing way too much on relationships with underage girls uh, going so far as to quote statutes and yeah that's 
Yeah, and they literally had a card-carrying pedophile in the last one. Um, but I'm interested to see how they do Unicron and how they what capacity Anthony Hopkins is in this. Uh, Despicable Me three. Yeah. Yes. It. Yes. And we definitely have to do a Pennywise episode. We, we might just do a. Uh, we we just do a Stephen King episode. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Kingsman Golden Circle. Yes. I know you're excited for that. Oh one. my god, we're gonna have Friday to the Thirteenth. Yes. yes. Saw Legacy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is an untitled Cloverfield anthology yeah, film. Yeah, I saw that. From what I have heard, it's supposed to be called The God Particle. And Jumanji starring uh, Dwayne Johnson. And, of course, finally, and I know we'll do at least one episode on this and probably another four and a half hour spoiler episode, but Star Wars Episode Eight. Yes. How about uh, you there, Mrs. Angry Nerd? Um, Well, I'm actually going to focus on something that we don't usually talk about um, on the show. Uh, I'm going to talk about music. I am huge into music. Um, And there are some new albums coming out this year, uh, early this year, uh, by some of my favorite people. Uh, My all-time favorite band, AFI is releasing new music they have released new music their new album is drop- dropping january 20th i already have tickets to go see them in february i am so fucking excited i can't even contain myself like i have been listening to afi nonstop ever since they announced the new album and the tour and i'm just so incredibly like excited yes <laughs> as i raise my hand what does afi stand for a fire ah, fuck it <laughs> Okay, so when the band first started, uh, like 25 years ago, um, they... 25? Yeah. I was one. Yeah, 25 years ago. That's when he was named Davy Order. 20 years ago? So they, they've been around for a while. Um, they it used to stand for Asking For It, but now it stands for A Fire Inside. Gotcha. Um, it is fronted by a beautiful beautiful man named Davey Havoc um, and I just I love these guys so much um, so yeah they are dropping a new album coming out January 20th called the Blood Album it is their 10th album um, and I'm just I'm just so incredibly excited to to see them again um, I'm like fangirling out so much right now it's ridiculous um also my second all-time favorite band motionless in white is dropping a new album in early 2017 and they are also touring and i have tickets to see them already too along with uh falling in reverse who just released a new song and is hinting at a new album as well um a band that Patrick and I have uh, over the past couple of years gotten into. We saw oh, yeah. we saw them open for the Pretty Reckless and Hailstorm. They are a band called Starset. They are so scientific and uh, very into like space and time and 
um, you know, a lot of a lot of like astronomy and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just so it's so cool. Their songs are so amazing. Um, their lyrics are great. Uh, so Starsta is releasing a new album uh january 20th as well um like i said my a band that i like uh falling in reverse is hinting at a new album and, and that's also space related and that's kind of well the, at least the the most recent single that they released is kind of space related which is kind of cool um also avenge sevenfold released an album fall of 2016 that had a lot to do with you know kind of like science and including a bit of space including a song with um some spoken dialogue by neil degrassi tyson called the fermi paradox yeah which is essentially uh it's actually in response to a tattoo that I want to get called the Drake Equation. Uh, the the Drake Equation was developed by uh, Francis Drake, and it was, I'm sorry, Frank Frank Drake, which was, um, it's basically a, a way to break down how many planets. Uh, there's a bunch of different uh, uh, variables in the equation. One being, you know, how many stars are in the galaxy, and then how many of those stars have planets around them, and how many of those planets are in what's called the Goldilocks zone, which means not too far away from the sun, not too close, but where they can support life. And then how many of those planets can support, can actually support life and how many planets where life has actually developed and how many where life has developed into an intelligent society and how many of that has developed into a society that can broadcast a signal and on and on. And there's all these, like, till it gets down to, like, you know, really breaking it down to how many of these planets can uh, actually support life. And the Fermi paradox is if there are this many planets... How come we haven't uh, seen any aliens yet? Mm-hmm. So, depending on where you stand on that argument, you know, uh, that's a that's a topic for another day. But just saying, <laughs> yes. you know, th- this is a, a, a very much an oversimplification of what these two things yeah. are. And I don't have notes for this. I'm just going off the top of this my head true, because yes. of how much I love this shit. But it's so it's so fascinating. Um, and it, it, there's just there's a it, there's a lot to it. So if anybody out there, um, if you're interested in any of this, uh, definitely talk to Patrick because oh, yeah. he he has quite the knowledge of of all of this stuff. And it's just it's so cool. It's it's so cool. Um, and also uh, going back to to music, um, a band that I also really like, Black Veil Brides, just released a new song, end of 2016. They're hinting at a new album, 2017, and possibly a tour. So, so far, I have tickets to three shows coming up early 2017, Falling in Reverse with Motionless and White in on uh, January 31st. I'm seeing AFI February 4th. I'm taking my sister to see Bring Me the Horizon on March 18th, I believe. I'm also, I don't have tickets yet because it's they, they aren't on sale, but we're talking about Warp Tour again this year. Um, it's exciting. I love music. Um, it's just awesome. And I love it when bands release new stuff and yeah. go on tour. Mm-hmm. And um, so aside, aside from, you know, protesting Trump and fighting for women's rights, I'm going to be going to a lot of shows. <laughs> so. Hey, that's all you can do. Now, my question is, you just recently uh, got a new car. You no longer have your SUV. So are you going to be able to to fit the horizon in your car or are you going to need like some sort of bungee cords in order to put strap it to the top well what i'm thinking of doing is just getting a leash (laughs) and just seeing how much of it i can take with me okay you know 
because the horizon is so huge. So I mean, are we I, talking I, vertical horizon? Are we talking Verizon? Like what kind <laughs> of? Well, um, vertical horizon are has-beens. Thank you, nineties music. I think they were nineties. They late were 90s. when they came out. Late nineties. Um, Verizon sucks. Mm-hmm. So I'll just focus on the. Actually, you know what? I will focus on the horizon when we go to the Cape in September. You know what? You know, speaking of Verizon. I got a text message the other day saying, thank you, your payment of $168 has been credited to your account. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. I don't have Verizon. And I tried calling them twice. And the first time I called them, I was on hold going through that stupid friggin' automated menu. It took me 15 minutes. I finally got on uh, on the line with somebody and started talking to them, and the call disconnected. So I called back, went through the exact same goddamn procedure, and... 12 seconds into the conversation, the call dropped. So I'm starting to get really irritated. Like, I was going to be very, very pleasant with these people. And now that twice I've been hung up on or disconnected with customer service after spending a total of about half an hour getting to that person to reconcile a problem that I don't even have, I'm starting to get frustrated. But uh, it's Christmas and... Well, it was um, Christmas. It was waiting. Christmas. The new it year. Christmas. Well, no, when this happened, oh. when this happened, it was right before Christmas, and uh, you know, I'm trying not to trying not to be mean. I'm trying, you know, you know, people see me and they just assume I'm jolly. Um, you know, mainly because I I bring reindeer around everywhere I go. Um, but uh, no, I'm uh, starting to get really uh, really frustrated with Verizon because I don't have a Verizon account. <laughs> Fucking Verizon! I, I don't don't get me started on Verizon. Those bastards. Do you guys mind if I mention something real quick? Absolutely. Oh, has to do with music and science. Yes. So I've been waiting for this one album since. If you go back to the early early episodes of Trick or Treat Radio back in 2012, was talking about this album and how I was really looking forward to it. Uh, the Jizza from the Wu Tang Clan has been talking about this movie called... Uh, I'm sorry, this this album called Dark Matter for a long time that he was going to do. And he's spoken with some some scientists. He's, he's had discussions. He actually helped write some of the lyrics with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. And he's also met with, met with other scientists like David Kaiser and Sally Chisholm. Mm-hmm. And also with Columbia University's professor, Christopher Emden. And so he's working on this program called... Science Genius Battles, and battle stands for bringing attention to transforming, teaching, and learning science. This initiative motivates young high school students, especially African-American and Latino students, who together make up 70% of New York City's student body, to learn science through hip-hop, creating scientific raps and engaging in a rap competition. Nice. That's phenomenal. I love that. And so he's continued to work on this album for years. Like, it's literally been since 2010 when he first mentioned it i think and so he's working on the the album called dark matter uh, it's which is based on a journey through space time universe and physics in late 2015 he canceled his european tour to focus on the album and record with composer vangelis which is really interesting so it is planned to be one in a series of albums related to earth with the following conceived around oceans and he has also mentioned that the albums will be without parental advisory, profanity, and nudity, because I'm sure he wants to reach a wide audience and, and you know, and be able to reach out to kids about with science. So I have been waiting and waiting for this fucking album, and apparently it's finally going to come out in 2017. 
that's phenomenal. Like, I so. will I will absolutely be looking for that. Yeah, like that's that not sounds... my wheelhouse at all. No, but like the science in the space. Yeah, yeah that's bringing it is. right. Bringing it to a specific audience who may not really be all that interested in it, you know, because it's school and learning, you know? Right. <laughs> right. And that is so, I mean, A, that's so freaking cool. Um, but B, that is so incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming from the STEM field and STEM, if, if those of you are unfamiliar with it, stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, those fields aren't, you 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 think that they're very well populated but they're not and uh, not a lot of emphasis is put on those fields as far as you know trying to get kids in an educational setting excited for it mm-hmm. and you know um when you know kids are you know in a high school um you know trying to figure out their life path you know college and stuff you know there's not a lot of emphasis put on it people think there is but there isn't and i love it when people try to take alternative routes of educating the masses trying to get you know not only educate people but get people excited about certain things especially young people and females there are not a lot of females in in these fields um there are a lot more now than there were when i first started i've been in the field for almost 10 years at this point um when i graduated from college i was like one of five females who graduated with a biology degree and i uh most uh, well, i believe like three of them were for teaching so um you know i, I was i was one of the only um females who actually uh were intended to go out into the field and actually work in the field in a non-educational setting um so that's just incredible that's so good to know and i will definitely be looking for that yeah it looks like it's gonna be fall 2017 but still it i've been (laughs) i'm trying not to get too excited because i'm (laughs) waiting for five like almost five years now so you kind of have to appreciate that though somebody who wants to make sure that they're doing it well and doing it right yeah and and to consult with some of the the foremost you know minds on science about the lyrics and make sure they're accurate that's amazing absolutely Yeah. yeah i mean i'm I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm a huge fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson. So anybody mm-hmm. who who you know ch- chooses to seek out Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. as far as you know his opinion and to kind of pick his brain, I'm just I'm all for that. So, uh, what about you, Agent Nicole? What are you looking for? Um, I got some television and some movies. A lot of it comes from what Patsy said, but I have a few. Um, oh my god! Now I have a bla- brain fart. Um, snowman um it's a do you want to build a snowman every time i hear that all i think of is the the mashup between that and bronson (laughs) yeah if you Um, haven't seen that i will post a link because it's freaking awesome um it's a film with uh michael fassbender who's just a phenomenal actor um it's based on a film uh novel adaptation by joe nespo um Unfortunately, the character's name is so bad. The character's name is D- Detective Harry Hole. Like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So the main character, his name is Harry Hole. Doctor, uh, dire- uh, Detective <laughs> <laughs> Harry Hole. Oh, he's such an ass. <laughs> yeah, I almost <laughs> just spit my wine out. Um, <laughs> that's why I was waiting for you not to spit. <laughs> um. Obviously, I'm excited for Kingsman, Wonder Woman. 
um, the new Beauty and the Beast with Ooh. Emma Watson and my l- other British love, um, Dan Stevens. If you don't know, he's in Downton Abbey and The Guest. So he's in that one. Um, two films that I'm really excited about is one by Lake Bell. Uh, she's doing another second director feature called What's the Point? And then the other one is Free Fire with um, Brie Larson, Army Hammer, Killian Murphy. And it's a film directed by Ben Wheatley. I'm excited That's for that. That's my boy. I I'm excited for that just because they have a lot of the people that I do love. And I've seen the, the trailer for it. I can't wait. Like, ben, ben Wheatley directed High Rise, the movie I was just talking yeah. about with uh, okay. with Tom Hiddleston's yep. butt. He was, yeah. really, he was really, really good in uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, too, as, as Wesley. No. Just shut up. I'm sorry. That was Will Wheaton. <sighs> yeah. So those are two films that I'm really excited about. Um, for television... Iron Fist. I can't wait for that. To yes. S- with with Sir, Sir Loris. Yes, Sir Loris. Looks like it's going to be phenomenal. And I can't... I had a television show and it's it's bothering me that I can't remember the name of it that's coming out. Well, Game of Thrones is coming out season seven. Um, hopefully the fucking sixth book will be out by, by now. I wouldn't hold your breath. I know. He's just... As I'm trying to think of the last the last television I'm looking forward to, I can't think of it. But um, I know um, the second season of Jessica Jones is supposed to be coming. Yeah, out. No, uh, no, no, 2018. Really? They're gonna do what they're planning to do is Iron Fist, and they're right now currently filming the Defenders, so that will be coming out this year, and then 2018 second season of Jessica Jones and third season of Daredevil. So they're kind of. They're trying to kill me right now with that. <laughs> yeah. But we also have the uh, the second season uh, second season of Stranger Things. Yes. I'm excited strange. for that. <sighs> Damn it. I can't think of the other television show that I was excited for and I can't remember. Is it the kill. one with the, the guy and he's all like, well. Oh, Sherlock. Yeah, just there you go. <laughs> See? Sherlock just came out. Yeah, and you think that like me doing those stupid things doesn't help people remember. Now all of a sudden you just remembered. So Sherlock, you're welcome. Sherlock. Oh, Sherlock has just started. And I'm in heaven. And that's it. That's so, it? yeah. That's- so what are some of the things that you you guys listening are looking forward to in 2017? You know, drop us a line on the Facebook yeah, page. Tell us Let some, us know. Tell us some things and some stuffs. Stuff yeah, and stuff and things. Stuff and things. So it's the new year and we're going to start a new character discussion. Are you guys ready for it? I I, I don't know. I didn't do any research on this character uh, before um, before recording. Uh, but I have only seen this movie about 650 times, so I don't know As how do much I. I can contribute to the conversation. Uh, I know. So, let's go to a break, and we're going to leave our listeners hanging. Oh, the suspense. I know. It's called a cliffhanger. But make sure you have the combination ready. It's a very simple combination. Yes. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Yep. And hey, that's... That's my code to my luggage. (laughs) All right. Let's break and we'll get to our new character. Our first character of the new year. Yep. Do you love the scary story? Do you love to dance? The big scary monster haunts in midnight is a collection of dark songs about sex, love, 
Nicole was highly caffeinated because she was coffee. Mm. Shut up. That was a horrible <laughs> pun. You, you told her to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just helped you remember the Sherlock man. My man. Mm. All right. You guys ready? Yeah, what Listeners, the hell are we talking about today? We are going to talk. I don't even know. <laughs> it's a movie that we've bus, all right? seen multiple times. Numerous times. I've seen it like since I was like three years a old. A ludicrous amount of times. <laughs> ludicrous, Reed. What? We are going to They've talk. gone to plug. <laughs> Did you just go over my helmet? <laughs> oh. Yes. We are talking about Panikin Cryberry. A Cryberry. Cry baby. Oh my god. Write no. it down and read it. I did. <laughs> oh shit, I'm on the wrong page. We are talking about Dark Helmet. Oh my god. We are, clearly we are capitalizing on the success of Rogue One and we are talking about Dark Helmet. Yes. yes. And I'm fucking up his real name. Damn. Yep. Panikin Crybaby. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So I suppose the first thing that we should talk about is... Now, I'm going to go last on this. <laughs> Who says you're going last? When, Agent Nicole, <laughs> when? as you are only about 15 years old, when was the first time you got to see this movie? When I seen it or when I started understanding? <laughs> A little bit of both. Okay. Um, so we actually still have the VHS of oh, yeah. Spaceballs at That's home. Fantastic. My dad actually pulled it out today because... Wait, the movie? The movie. He pulled oh, out okay. the movie. He pulled out the movie from his room. Was his Schwartz as big as yours? <laughs> mm, I don't want to know. It was. Um, he pulled out his Schwartz. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of those today. Um, uh, we were. I was telling him what we were discussing and he just started quoting Dark Helmet and president's group and all sorts and um i remember as a kid i probably was four years old when i was introduced to um space balls i actually dressed up as princess vespa one year <laughs> for halloween did you have the economy size hair dryer no wanted it barbie did and i didn't get it what a hoe bag yeah um i love space balls it's actually one of the top three movies and that I, is my favorite um 
I think I didn't really understand until probably about 10 or 11 because then I was understanding like the references and the jokes and and I actually thought that Star Wars was like the parody of Spaceballs. I didn't know that Star Wars came first before Spaceballs. So I was I was educated on that by my dad. He was like, nope, Star Wars, Star Trek was first before Spaceballs. And I was like, well, that's just stupid. Well, I know Wolfie does at least one quote from uh, from Spaceballs and, and Dark Helmet every Wednesday night. Right, Wolfie? I do. <laughs> if I do, I don't remember. I do it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Oh. <laughs> I don't actually speak it. I think it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's there. It's present. How about you there, uh, Ashy McWine drinky? <laughs> Ashy McLush. Um. Oh, that wasn't that good. I, You're not on your game. I am off. I, that Carrie Fisher thing is throwing me off. I know no, it I is. Know. I, I, what if I, she's I, Ray's I, mom? What are they going to do? Oh, my God. Okay. Let's no. Get let's get back to Star Balls. Star Balls. Star Balls. Star Balls and Space Wars. Oh, my God. That's Star our title. Ball. Starballs and Nicole Snorts. Um, Nicole Snorts Starballs. Uh, I think for me at this point, Spaceballs is nostalgia. I mean, okay, so I've seen it like a bajillion times. I think it's definitely like Nicole, like you. Um, it's definitely up there on my all-time favorites uh, as far as movies go. Um, I just, I, I think, I believe I was exposed to Star Wars first. Um, and then I was exposed to space balls. Um, I don't remember uh, my first time watching it. I just remember that my dad watched it a lot. Like my dad was a fan of Mel Brooks movies yeah, and you know, space balls was actually on TV a lot. Um, so I would just always watch it with him. And it just got to the point where, I mean, I liked it. I watched it with him. It was quality time with, with dad. Um, and we just got to the point where, I mean, we would just start quoting it. And, you know, in everyday conversation, we would have, you know, we just, just quote space balls. Um, so for me now, I mean, obviously, you know, as I got older, I understood some of the jokes a little bit more. It was, you know, got, got that like clarification, like, oh, so that's what that means, yeah. you know? Okay. Um, you know, and watching it as, as an adult now, you know, in my thirties, um, it's just nostalgia. I mean, it never loses its charm. I feel like, uh, the movie Space Walls is timeless, um, it's just perfection. The humor. They they don't make comedies like this anymore. I agree. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just it's nostalgia. Every time I watch Spaceballs, I am on the couch watching it with my dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it's just it's it's yeah. I think I'm just gonna leave it at, at that. How about you, Patrick? Well, um, as I am. You know, a little bit older than you guys. Um, Just a little bit. I was well aware <laughs> that Star Trek and and Star Wars came first, and you know, it's a lot of I, you know I hadn't seen Alien at that point uh, when I finally saw this, so I didn't get the end part. Um, but you still appreciate. Oh it. yeah, it was funny. It's and funny. Like there were you know certain things, you know when he uh, when when Dark Helmet spoiler alert when Dark Helmet. Uh, 
uses. I'm sorry. If you haven't seen, okay. First of all, if you haven't seen this movie, it came out like 30 years ago. Shut us off. Watch it and then come back. Yeah, you need to. You need to see this film. Yes. <clears throat> but uh, when he uses the Schwartz for the first time on the guy's crotch, <laughs> like because you don't because he grabs his throat, like oh no, not that, you know, and that would obviously a reference to you know Vader choking the guy in uh, A New Hope, and instead. You know what it because of the way they they uh, animate it on screen. It almost looks like he's shooting lasers into the guy's balls. But what he's doing is he's crushing them with the Schwartz, which is not the Force. It's a different thing. Um, but like you know, I originally thought he was like shooting lasers into the guy's balls, and I was like, oh man, that would suck. But why aren't his balls catching on fire? Like because even <laughs> back then I was a dick about science. But yeah, I I think uh, once it came out. Uh, we, you know, again, shout out to Burncoat Video. Uh, Bobby and uh, Tim Nice know a lot about that place. But, yeah, we used to go there and, and rent it all the time. You know, uh, not quite as much as we rented the making of Thriller, but, you know, quite a bit. And, you know, we would take it, you know, we went to went to my aunt's house at the Cape and we brought, brought that movie so she yeah. could watch it. And, oh, it was... Uh, like there's so many like little references and even things. Now you have to remember this was also at the time when the uh, MPAA was a lot different. Like this movie is rated PG, <laughs> which it, it doesn't wouldn't be exist, anymore. Which yeah. no, it would be PG thirteen at this point. Yeah, uh, PG doesn't even exist. It's it's uh, G PG thirteen and R. Like that's it. Like there's no because like the line was blurred. Like right now in a PG thirteen movie, you can say fuck once, which they do in this movie. But there were so many sexual references. Oh my god! Like even more than like Pixar movies. But you know, I digress. Um, but there is just so much that you know any any age can watch this. Like any age group can watch this. Like because you know you're obviously going to be even if you're not familiar with say um, like a. You know, you're not a big Star Trek fan. You still understand, you know, beam me up, Scotty. And if you're not a big uh, Star Wars fan, you still understand the Force and lightsabers. Like you still get that. Like you understand mm-hmm. those those references, right? So even for like a, a casual fan, or even someone who's just like, yeah, I saw the movie once, didn't really care for it. You get the references, and none is better than Dark Helmet. Like you have this menacing, terrifying, you know, dark helmed figure that everyone's clearly afraid of and he flips up his mask and he's and fucking Rick, Rick Moranis, Moranis. <laughs> complete with glasses <laughs> and he's got a fucking tie on and he's in there he goes, oh, the oh, it's hard, hard to I breathe I can't breathe in this thing <laughs> which is funny is um M- Rick Moranis, he improved a lot of his stuff, and he lowered his voice whenever he had the helmet on. And then when he lifted it up, he he talked normal. He, he talked normal, and Mel Brooks was like, "Yeah, go ahead, why not?" And um, which it was, it was just so perfect. Yeah, like, it was perfection. And you know, being a parody of Star Wars, like I, I just Dark Helmet is just such the perfect antithesis of Darth Vader. Like, you know, you you see Dark Helmet first and, you know, his helmet is a little bit bigger than the rest of his body. Uh, you know, a little dis- 
disproportionate. Um, but, you know, you, you see Star Wars, you see how menacing Darth Vader is. So you're watching Spaceballs for the first time and you see, you know, Dark Helmet and you're just like, oh, my God, you know, like. Uh-oh. And and you know with the the lower voice and stuff, and then you know he lifts and and, and it's fucking Rick Moranis. Yeah, and the illusion is shattered instantly. You know, and this is it's this just... is of course after he's he's you know crushed the guy's balls and mm-hmm. and he's like he's like oh you know how about I grab some coffee and watch Radar? And yeah. it's like wait what like what that's not what this happened. This isn't what's supposed to happen. Right, and I think Rick Moranis was the perfect person yeah. to cast for this role. Um, not only uh, did Rick Moranis have some great roles in, you know, the 80s and mm-hmm. the early 90s, um, but he just, the way he portrayed Dark Helmet was just, like you said, you know, he, he kind of took initiative to lower his voice and sound menacing or at least attempt to sound menacing, yeah. you know, when his helmet was down, but when his helmet was up, he was a very kind of just frantic, nerdy looking guy you know and it was just it was funny it was absolutely funny he's a very underappreciated uh comedic actor yeah i mean he's the only reason there hasn't been a Spaceballs 2 yeah is because uh he won't yeah he won't sign on to to do it because they were going to do it right after the success of Spaceballs, and um i know he's there's some been interviews with Mel Brooks saying that he wanted to like he gave like the script and he wasn't very happy with it or quote unquote there is a there should be a script. I'm there is sure. a script, but the uh, the hang up is him because yeah. he quit acting when his wife died yeah. and he's just been raising his kids. But that was you know his kids are uh, uh, old enough now. Yeah, where... yeah, but but still that that I mean that's a very respectable and understandable reason yeah. to, 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 to to do that. So, you know, um, but I mean, you know, Spaceballs is so iconic that it doesn't really need a sequel. I mean, I would love a sequel. Well, I, they I, did, I would, you they, know, they did do a animated series, which don't, don't watch it. Yeah, I was saying, until you mentioned it, yeah. like I was completely unaware They do that give a lot was. of backstory of Dark Helmet. I can briefly go through it, but honestly, don't waste your time out there don't waste your time watching it 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 doesn't have it has mel brooks in it um joan rivers does come back as dot matrix um they do get um i can't say her last name but the person who plays princess vespa they have her do some voice acting but it doesn't have like the original daphne zuniga yeah thank you um but don't waste your time on it uh but i can give you a little brief history about it dark helmets family they worked a lot of it from like the uh star wars the phantom the phantom menace um obviously his name is panicking crybaby um his his family works for president scroob's department store it's a little weird in this <laughs> um panikin or dark helmet has the um ability to learn how to use the Schwartz with um yogurt but he obviously yogurt yeah <laughs> just plain hate i hate yogurt even with, with strawberries. strawberries and uh he decides, you know, fuck yogurt. Like I I'm not getting anything that done. That would be messy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Patrick. Oh, and then Especially with the fruit at the bottom. Oh. <laughs> really? And then the reason why he gets into crevices. That is and not you how you mix it up. You yeah. use a spoon. <laughs> you just Sorry, I'm trying to get up in there. I'm trying to get the 
the stuff at the bottom. Raspberry. <laughs> Only one man would dare give me the raspberry. Lone star. And then the camera smashes right into his face. Um, and then the reason why he has a helmet is because he has to cover up the big bump he got during a duel battle. So he like threatens President Scrooge, like, I need a fucking helmet. And in the animated series, he's like, he looks like a little child and he has like the dorky face and the he's like shorter than like two feet he looks really they like really like over exaggerate yeah um but other than that it's don't watch it don't watch it i just saved you like an hour of your life so. It's garbage. It's garbage. Don't watch it. Wow, that was the worst Batman <laughs> I have ever. I know. It's garbage. Oh, take that, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Shut up the fuck up. <laughs> All right, um, listeners out there, uh, weigh in. Was that the worst Batman you've ever I wasn't even heard? trying. God. Oh, I'm not going to get ragey. I'm not going to get ragey. I That's can't. my shtick. Yeah. <laughs> rage, rage against the dying of your Batman impression. Shut up. Oh my god. All right, so speaking of dark helmets, what is your favorite scene in the film? Um probably when they're watching Spaceballs the videotape. What are we looking at now? We're watching now now. <laughs> Everything that's happening now is happening now. What will when will then be now? Soon. <laughs> Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just, Just now. now. <laughs> We're at now. Now. Yeah, that's that. That's that's a phenomenal scene. And uh, you know, and then again, one of the ones with the uh, the jokes that go over your head when you're a kid, when they're looking at uh, the doctor who's about to. Uh, uh, Dr. Schlotkin, who's about to perform the uh, nose surgery on uh, Princess Vespa when he leaves with his uh, nurse Gretchen. And he's I like, bet she gives great helmet. Yeah. Like, that's not something that you you really know about as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, How about you, Ashes? Um, when Dark Helmet is playing with his Spaceballs action figures. I have a fact about that. And yeah, I, I think we may have the same fact. I'll let you um, have it. That scene was actually improvised. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't. It, it was Rick Moranis was just playing. Yeah, like that's pretty much what it was. Like, yeah. it, you know, it, it was the cameras were on, and he he was just he was just playing and doing the voices. Yeah. And- Jewish princesses are often attracted to money and power, and I have both, and you know it. Yeah, yeah, like that was just that was just Rick Moranis off the cuff. And yeah, cause, I think it's just so you know, especially then you know, like he gets walked in on and like, are you playing with your dolls again? No, you know. Did yeah. you see anything? <laughs> no, sir. I didn't see you playing with your dolls again. Right. Good. <laughs> I just, I, I think that I just, I love that part. I think yeah. What are you preparing for? Just go. Because it's so realistic. I'm sorry. If when you were younger and like your Barbies made out, quote unquote, yep. made out, like that's how they made out. Like yeah. you knock them together. together. And you're like. You know, so like that scene is just hilarious. I love that scene so much. <laughs> that is a great scene. Because I feel like that was how I was playing with Barbies and other toys. Right? Just you know, and, and doing the, okay, you know, different and doing voices. The voices. And, and let's just, I am not a voiceover talent. I do not have the talent that like Uncle Polly has to do all of these crazy voices. So my voices weren't that great so you know that 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 scene where dark helmet was playing with his dolls is kind of like me playing with 
Bye, My dolls. Barbies. Yeah. So I digress. Hey, Agent Nicole, what's your favorite? Well, I, we have the same one, but I, <laughs> um, I'll talk about another one when they're in the desert. Are they combing the desert? Uh, and he's he's <laughs> screaming. Uh, he, he talks to Colonel Sanders through the goddamn megaphone, but like when he talks to the guys that are out in the desert, he puts a megaphone down and just yells. Find anything yet? Nothing yet, sir. What about you? Not a thing. And you? We, we ain't found, found shit. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think we're being too literal? No, you idiot. We were told to comb the desert, and that's what we're doing. Oh. Uh, yeah, you kids might be a little t- out there, might be a little too young to remember how, like, you know, you used to get, like, a pack of combs, like the Con Air combs. And you could be- still do it. Oh, gee, I don't, I don't have any, like, need for combs, <laughs> so... He doesn't need combs, and and I have so much hair that the combs that I buy actually I don't buy combs because I my use hair them on is, my beard. Yes, because it's all scruffed up. Your beard, my beard. You Scottish now? I know. I was pronouncing all the letters. Beard. The beard. <laughs> God, we are really digressing. But dark helmet was just such like a. For this movie, he was like the perfect villain, but he was also like the perfect antidote, Performa- like, perfect comic foil. Yes, That's- yeah, like he was he was a villain, but he really wasn't. You know, <laughs> like- all he needed was a Snickers bar to make his day oh, go better. <laughs> when he's when he's sitting there and they're the, he's fighting with Lone Star at the end, and he's oh like my God. swinging the sword at him, Lone Star's just holding his helmet, yeah. like you do to a little kid. <laughs> that brings back memories. Let's all talk about that. Uh, yeah. Why did that happen to you like yesterday? <laughs> Don't you have cousins coming up that are like bothering you or they came up for Christmas? I'm going to cut you. Let's yeah. not talk about my shortness, all right? Listen. Hey, there is nothing wrong with short girls. Nicole has a short temper. Yeah, when it comes to you. <laughs> the best is when we go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you almost got punched in the face. <laughs> Because her feet don't hit the floor. Although the same thing happened with Kex. <laughs> Kex's feet don't hit the floor either. <sighs> but yeah, Dark Helmet. Um, see, I was already a, a Star Wars fan at the time and a big Ghostbusters fan. So seeing him, you know, go from, you know, Lewis Tully to uh, Dark Helmet, like, oh, it was. <laughs> Like it's one of those movies that like <clears throat> I just bought the uh, the special edition like the twenty fifth anniversary yeah. and it came with like all these different like bumper stickers and things like that yeah. you know like you know the same one you see on the back of the Winnebago and it says I heart Uranus <laughs> um, it's a Massachusetts license plate yeah, on I the back it. of uh, Eagle Five so which is of course another play on Star Wars because uh, Luke Skywalker was Red Five. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw why in Rogue One. Uh, hashtag no spoilers. <laughs> um, and in Independence Day, Bill Pullman was Eagle One. So that's a little connection there. But yeah, like they were. I mean, it, obviously, it was a, a a departure from you know what Star Wars really was because I mean you, you look at it and. You know, uh, Bill Pullman's playing both the Han Solo and Luke Skywalker role, you know, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that, you know, he Dark Helmet is a villain and he's 
the way they introduce him, like he's almost like you know, at the one hand, he's like, "Oh, I'm this supremely powerful guy with this mystical force," but at the same time, I'm surrounded by assholes. assholes. Uh, you know, these incompetent friggin' like subordinates everywhere he goes. It's like every TV, like cartoon villain, every Bond villain, like. And I loved how they tried to well, not tried to, but they they did. They capitalized on some of the uh, main parts of star wars like the more memorable more memorable uh parts of star wars like when um dark helmet and lone star are fighting at the end Mm -hmm. and they kind of poke fun at the whole you know when darth vader uh, tells spoiler alert yeah darth vader tells luke that you know i am your father search your feelings you know it to be true um you know and and you know dark helmet and lone star are fighting it out and dark helmet says i'm your father's brothers nephews cousins former roommates (laughs) what does that make us absolutely nothing (laughs) um you know it's before i destroy you there is something you should know yes You know, it's just, it, it was, it's perfect. Like, it's perfection. And, you know. Yeah, it has that very Mel Brooks comedic quality to it. Like, the opening, the, the opening of it, you know, they have the title crawl, and then they have, you know, in the, in the New Hope, you have the, the Star Destroyer that takes, you know, forever to come through mm-hmm. the screen. And then with Spaceballs, you have, like, Spaceball 1, which takes. I, at least a full minute to go yeah. onto the screen. It just keeps going and go, you're waiting for it to end and it doesn't. It just keeps going through. It just keeps going. I don't think there could be anybody else who could play Dark Helmet. Just thinking about thinking well, about I mean, it, Rick Moranis really, really... I can't think of anybody else who could. Didn't he die in the end, though? No, they no. all... Um, they're they on, the, on planet the planet of the, of the apes. apes. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> because they self-destructed. Spaceballs. <laughs> Spaceballs. Oh, oh shit. It, there goes the planet. the planet. I say, what are those things coming out of her nose? That's Space what Spaceballs. Because she went from suck to blow. Yep. Yep. And then they they set off the self-destruct, you know, and the button said, do not push unless you really, really mean it. Yes. And, and it was uh, out of order. Even in the future, nothing works. That's when they, yeah, the... Uh, to, to shut off the uh, self-destruct, that's the one time they swore, fuck, even in the future, nothing works. And they're doing the countdown, and they're all, like, huddled together. It's President Scrooge and Colonel Sanders and, and uh, Dark Helmet. And uh, they're trying to get to the escape pod, and and uh, the bearded lady gets it. He goes, who are you? I'm the bearded lady. What are you, one of the freaks? And he's like, come back, you fat bearded bitch. <laughs> I think it's just, it's ugh. overall, like, it's just, it's perfection. You know, um, Darth Vader, like, James Earl Jones, his voice will always be synonymous with Darth Vader. And it's just iconic. And, you know, uh, the same way Rick Moranis will always be synonymous with Dark Helmet. And it's just equally as iconic. Yeah. And this character is just, you know, it's funny because he's supposed to be the villain. But, you know, because it's a comedy, like, not really. <laughs> yeah. Never have that thing down in front of me. How do I know you're not making faces at me under there? Yeah. Yeah. His... His character, like, it's so quotable, as you can tell. And if you've seen the movie, you know. 
Like, because there's so much, you know, like when they're trying to chase down uh, Lone Star, and he, he's like, they must have hyperjets in that thing. Well, what do we have in here? A Cuisinart? He's <laughs> like, prepare to go to light speed. And Helmut's like, no, no, light speed's too slow. Light speed too slow? Yeah, we have to go directly to ludicrous, ludicrous speed. speed. And everyone's just gasped. He's <gasps> like, sir, we've never gone that fast before. What's the matter, matter Colonel, Colonel Sanders? Sanders? Chicken! Chicken. <laughs> and, uh... And he's, he's like, sir, hadn't you better buckle up? Ah, buckle, buckle this. <laughs> Ludicrous speed. Go! go! And they go so fast. You know, they, they parody light speed and they end up plaid. <laughs> they uh, got plaid. What the hell was that? Spaceball one. They've gone to plaid. Yeah, it's 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 a brilliantly uh, created character and, uh, and brought to life. Brought to, yeah. Are That's we stopped? Real- yes, we're stopped. Okay, good. Well, why don't we take a five-minute break? Smoke if you got him. Yeah, that's what my dad said. <laughs> and he just like, falls I- flat. Like, yep. His helmet's all dented up because he demanded that they stop. And he's like, we have to slow down. Bullshit! <laughs> you know, meanwhile, he's hanging off a friggin' railing, you know, <laughs> at the force of the, uh, the, the ship flying through uh, ludicrous speed, which is past ridiculous speed. Yes. And he pulls the, you know, as per- Colonel Sanders pulled the emergency brake, and he goes launching forward and smashes his face into the, into the control panel and destroys his helmet. It's amazing. I'm going to watch it again. Are you right, I sir? know, right? <laughs> I already watched, I already watched it twice last night. I watched it this morning. Probably going to watch it again tonight. Like, I own this, and like now I'm glad I can give my dad the 25th anniversary edition because I just picked up the Mel Brooks collection on Blu ray. Yeah. And if so. you don't, if you don't have it on DVD, you want to watch it online, watch it on Hulu if you have the prescrip- uh, prescription. If you have a prescription subscription of it, it's on Hulu for a couple more weeks. So, yeah, definitely pick it up. Oh, it's, it's something you should always have in your house. If you want a good laugh, there are, it's one of those. Yeah, a- anything by Mel Brooks like there are certain Mel Brooks movies like and it depends on who you ask like I know if you ask El Goro he will tell you that Young Frankenstein is the be all end all for uh, you know his favorite Mel Brooks film you know some folks you know if you're if you're maybe a little younger maybe uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights is more your speed (laughs) but you know at least you know at least with that with that film that came out a little closer to the uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner and Mm -hmm. Alan Rickman like this film came out years uh you know six years after star wars and you know it really took advantage of of these characters and it kind of brought like a new uh rebirth in the interest of star wars because people would watch space balls and it's like oh what is this what is this even based on and it's like you haven't seen Star Wars or you haven't seen Star Trek? Like, this really helped. Uh, although Star Trek still had, you know, was still going with, mm-hmm. you know, the the next generation, yep, I believe, was going time, on yep. around that time. And uh, that's when they started doing, like, the Generations movie and mm-hmm. a couple other things. So they still had, you know, they were still in ongoing spinoffs. Um, Star Wars hadn't had a, a film come out for, you know, five, six years. <clears throat> so it was nice that, you know... In addition to being like a, a a very well done parody film, it also uh, it also was uh, you know helping to revitalize a couple of other franchises. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's it's a parody film, but it's also a really good just standalone film. Like yeah. you don't yeah. you don't need to see like I hadn't seen Alien. Um, yeah, you, you don't know. need Star Wars or Star you, Trek, and and I hadn't seen Star Trek. I'm I'm not a, I'm 
I'm not a Star Trek fan. Um, you know, uh, the only uh, franchise that I had seen at that point, or at least was aware of, was Star Wars. But you don't need to see any of that to appreciate this film. Um, it is by far my favorite Mel Brooks film. Mel Brooks uh, makes some amazing parody films. Although, if you were to ask, I think it's uh, parody Michael, done right. If you were to ask Michael Ravenshadow, I would think uh, he'd say Axel Braun does some really good oh, parody Jesus. films. The, I, I have to ask, Ashes, have you seen a lot of uh, Mel Brooks's earlier work? Um, I have. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. What, what have I seen? So I've the seen produce, the producers. The producers was his first. Um, I do enjoy the producers. Um, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, I've yep. seen Young Blazing Saddle. I have seen Blazing. Yes, History of the History World of the Part World One. Part. Yep. I have not seen that one. That's right. It's in the it's in the collection. Um, uh, silent movie. Mm-hmm. That one's really yeah, good. There's I've one. There's one, one spoken word throughout the entire film, and it's done by a mime. <laughs> really, Mar- Marcel uh, yeah. Marceau, the famous mime. It's it's certainly not for everyone. I, I mean, his style of of humor doesn't. I, well, I'm not gonna say it doesn't play as well now, but it was a very different era in which he created those films. Mm-hmm. But he was an absolute genius, and for me. I love Spaceballs, don't get me wrong, but that is like maybe on the very bottom end of his films because of just like, just the, like The Producers is one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. And it is. It is so funny. I mean, that's just my personal preference. I, don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars so much and Spaceballs is hilarious. Um, but for me personally, that's pretty far down on the list of, of films that he did because of his his output before then was so unbelievable. Yeah, see for me it's it's Young Frankenstein is his mm-hmm. is his best. See, one. I I think I'm a little I think I'm a little um I guess I'm going to say biased with my decision yeah, just yeah. because I mean it, it for me Spaceball like I said It's earlier, what the association is. Well, not yeah. only that like it's yeah, it's just the nostalgia factor. For me, like I said whenever I watch it like I'm on the couch with my dad yeah, and it's the you know, same with me. It's the first Mel Brooks movie I saw. Yeah. My dad introduced it to me so right. that. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things where, you know, even after your dad passes, you know, which will be many, 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 many years from now. But you if know my mom I mean? doesn't kill him for being stupid. <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those things where you you will watch that movie and it will take you back to a certain place. Yeah. Well, that's you how know? that's what Young Frankenstein is for me. Right. So, um, and it, the magic of Mel Brooks kids, you know, <laughs> like I yeah. mean, to be honest, um, and I I appreciate his work. I'm looking forward to watching more of his stuff. To be honest, I'm that's really part of the reason I got that. Uh, yeah, I'm collection. actually really happy that you you purchased that um so yeah all right so i think with that being said it might be time to hit up our last break and we can come back we can talk about uh some stuff our uh, and stuff some and things, things. <clears throat> and then uh our uh, announcement of our new throwdown format Ooh, shit's getting real and we have a really good uh first first battle i think Oh. oh yeah! So, uh, producer Wolfie, if you please uh, send us on our way. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band. We destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. 
There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and trick-or-treat radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. This is Bobby Chains, Uncle Polly, from the Unchained Podcast, and you're listening to Throwdown Thursday, hashtag Team Nicole. Be there or be Arthur. Patrick Rayhoff, in the motherfucking house. <laughs> Patrick Rayhoff, in the motherfucking house. Patrick Wayhoff is the motherfucking mouse. Patrick Wayhoff is the motherfucking mouse. Funny is a really cute mouse. mouse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're back. Oh, speaking of Unchained, um, in 2017, rumor has it our very own Agent Nicole is going to be on an episode yes. of Unchained. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, I have a question. I have a question. Yes. Are you going to have to step into the booth? Oh, that's got to happen. Oh, no, fuck no, no, oh, that's got to no. happen. I, I oh, want to hear Agent Nicole. I will help I you write a rap. Fucking rap. I, I will help you write a rap. We will help. We will practice with you. Oh yeah, shit. I'm How about that for some that cross day. promotion? Agent Nicole making her Unchained debut. I'm excited oh, for you. Yeah. Agent Nicole we- in the motherfucking booth. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's going to be a good time. Um, it was really funny. Bobby Chains was like, I got to get you on before you get all famous. And I was like, what Aww, are you talking about? Because everybody, see, everybody loves you. Nobody wants me on their show. Oh, bullshit. Nobody wants me on their show. Yeah, you got you got another invitation. I, I don't yeah. know if you want to talk about no, that. that that's you got an, an invitation to another show. Yeah. Really? That, yeah. Uh, neither of us has been. Actually, no. I don't think anybody in this room has been on that show. So oh, yeah. That's are, a that's a one that's going to be in the works. So. Yeah. So we're not going to say which show. But, but yes, in the next couple of weeks on Unchained. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> that's the wine talking. I apologize. Classy, yeah. So in the next couple of weeks, I will be an on. I'll be in on. You'll be I'll on be, Unchained. Yes, thanks. All right. So I'm going to be dealing with the boys. So w- we have a couple of things that we uh, we want to talk about before we wrap up the show. But before we do that, we got a little. You know, because we do like to uh, cross promote. We have some uh, feedback from a frequent contributor, uh, Mr. Eddie, the anti-drug iguana, would like to. Uh, Give us a little preview of something that he's working on. So, Wolfie, if you don't mind. WRST, the world. Now back again in the 4 o'clock hour with another episode of Coffee Sips. That's Coffee Sips. 
Uh, we're going to discuss several topics today and several ranging issues about stuff. That being said, I'm going to go to our co-host, our new filling-in co-host, uh, Eddie Iguana. Eddie Iguana. Eddie the anti-drug Iguana, sir. That's Eddie the anti-drug Iguana to you, sir. I, I don't have a song prepared. Can I get a beat? I mean, yeah. Let's get, let's get a little filthy with it. I'm Eddie, the anti-drug iguana, and I just want to say lay off the marijuana. Oh. Weed is whack. It's a proven fact. It's yeah. more harmful than hair more addictive than crack. Oh, shit. <laughs> just ask your dad. He'll tell you why. Your mom's so sad. Oh. Y'all on drugs. She's all strung out. She's in the house. Got the pack. Because she's high on weed. She just needs to get her fixed. Sucking dicks, you can pay for weed. It's so expensive. I don't know. What rhymes with expensive? I'm into the anti-drug iguana. He said lay off the marijuana. But this little PCP is okay. You got a prescription from your Uncle Teddy. Just like me. Uncle Teddy said you can smoke that PCP. It's good for you. Smoke it, Eddie. It makes you fucking feel invincible and shit. That's fucking cool. Invincibility. Call this not some invincibility. Is this really is this really who the Federation chose to replace me? No, Fuck seriously, it. I'm bleeding. Fuck it, I'm out. I'm bleeding right now and I don't even feel it. Fuck Call it. it, we'll do it live. Well I'm out. I'm done. Call this not some invincibility. Can we take it away? I'm bleeding. Wow. I cannot believe what I have witnessed here today. Monumental. There's, there's like glass in it. Like this isn't good. Why is? Why am I bleeding? Stop it. <laughs> He's got better raps than I will ever do. <clears throat> and that was uh, Im- improvised, improvisationalated. It's better improv than I've ever. Off the seen. top of his head. I know. His his little iguana head. <laughs> Uh, Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, that was a nice uh, a little preview for the uh, the the new show Coffee Sips coming soon to the WRST. That's the worst. <laughs> so, uh, which they they did mention at the beginning of the uh, of the episode. So, definitely check that out because it's pretty awesome. Yes. Um. So. We have a new fighting format. Well, do we want to do that first? Or do we want, we want to do a, like a normal wrap it up and then we'll do the throwdown? I don't know. <laughs> I, it don't matter either way. I mean, we're going to get the information out there. Well, you're already talking about it, so let's talk about the new format. Right, so okay. Let's, let's talk about the new format. The new format, uh, because what I thought was going to work before... <laughs> Did not. Can I just preface this by saying we're still new at this, ladies and gentlemen? We went big too soon, and we're just trying some things out. Some we're trying some formats. We're trying to see what works best, and trying some ideas. So we have a new idea for the new year for our throwdowns. Our motherfucking throwdowns. Um. So take it away, Patsy. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna do this every uh, odd uh, even even episode every even episode, and then Ash's 
something. Well, no, I was going to say, so what we're going to do is we are going to, on one episode, we are going to introduce the battle. The battle may be between characters, between something relevant to what we're talking about, and we are going to open, you know, and then there may be Like Thor's hammer versus Wolverine skeleton. Right, and there may be some crazy stipulations involved, and then we're going to open it to a poll on our Facebook page uh, like we did previously um, for some participation. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your your thoughts and ideas and opinions about who or what would win given the certain battle. And then, so one episode we are going to introduce the battle and then the next episode we are actually going to talk about the battle who we feel should have won versus who actually did win and why and maybe we'll get all angry up in here but you know yeah, that's, that's right. just uh, uh your your opinions may differ from that of management <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a that's a little asterisk you know the the, the fine print underneath <laughs> everything um so yeah, we're going to try things a little bit differently and we're going to start the new year with this new format and a new battle. And no adding shit or you're going to get a spanking. Yeah, well. Jeremy McFarlane. <laughs> Unless you want a spanking. That's, it's not free. It is no. not free. Am I up the prices for Rock and Shock this year? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Nicole, do you want to tell us what the uh, battle is this week? Well... Oh wait! Oh, wait. oh, oh wait. Wait. ready, 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 ready! It's a motherfucking throwdown. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is what happens when you're late to rehearsal, and okay. we don't actually have rehearsal. It was really ever. traffic out. It was. It was really traffic <laughs> out. <laughs> How's the weather? Oh, it's really <laughs> traffic out. Oh All right, There's the so battle. Traffics. All right, the battle related to dark helmets. Um, character analysis today. We're going to talk about. The Force and the Schwartz. Yeah, which, which which one is powerful? Which one is well? They're both very. We, powerful. Which, which one's are better? Doing, which, which one is better? Or which, which one, would one would you, would you rather prefer? Have? Yeah. Which okay. would you rather? Well, would you which, rather be a practitioner of the Schwartz or the Force? Now they both have their their uh, ups and downs. Yeah, um, pros and cons. You know, it seems to take a lot less time to master the Schwartz than it does to master the Force. So that's kind of like, uh, you know, quick and easy if you're like, you know, super lazy like I am. It's like, well, I could I could learn how to be a force user, but that takes years and years of discipline. And and you don't need a prop with the shorts, whereas the force you need the lightsaber. Well, the, you know, you can well, be I mean, a force you, user without a lightsaber. Um, right. Right. But See, the, with, the, with the shorts, you do get a ring. You do get a ring. And I like know, jewelry. If you like it, you got to put a ring on it. This is true. <laughs> So um, let so us know what you think. Yeah, yes, that, voice that your opinions. Yeah. Yeah, tell us which way you would go, you know, um, whatever you prefer. And uh, The Force versus the Schwartz. There are no right or wrong answers. Yes, there, there is. There are just answers. The right answer you, is whoever agrees with me. Yeah, so... And me. And thus you two don't agree, and in which case... I am always right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Let's start off the new year without yeah. a fight. Please. Yeah. What? What? I don't know. I wrote his... Look at his little face. Come here. I'm uh, going to squish you. 
All right, so let us know. Look at this little face. Say hello. Yeah, she was literally squishing my face. Ew. I'm going to leave the room soon. Would you like me to squish your little face, too? Come here, Nicole. Let me squish your little face. All right, so I'm going to start this off because we're we're running out of time here. Uh, So I'm going to start off with my science fact, and today... I'm going to explain to you the difference uh, between a pulsar and a quasar. These are some uh, space science facts. And this is off the website, How It Works. Uh, Despite their confusingly similar names, these are very different celestial objects. A pulsar, originally short for pulsating star, is a rapidly spinning neutron star, which is the remnant of a supernova explosion. It has a powerful magnetic field shooting out jets of radiation that sweep across space like lighthouse beams. Uh, When they line up with Earth, they appear as a rapidly repeating burst of light, radio waves, and other radiation. So, like, x-rays and things like that. That's how they're detected. At least that's how it used to be. A quasar from quasi-stellar radio source is, in fact, a distant galaxy with a fluctuating blaze of light and other radiations coming from its central regions. Sounds like dynamo after taco night. (laughs) The activity in these galaxies is caused by a giant black hole at their very heart, pulling in material from its surroundings, tearing it to shreds, and heating it up to tremendous temperatures before swallowing it up. Again, sounds like dynamo's taco night. Yes, Nicole, I see you have your hand raised, but the people at home don't see that. Yes, the only time I've ever heard Quasar being used was in the IT crowd where Maurice Moss had to play Jen's uh, fake husband and he named their children and one of them was Quasar. Just a little fact. I remember that episode. (laughs) Quasar is also a a moderately powerful Marvel character who is very important in the struggle against Thanos in the Infinity Gauntlet saga. Of course, he was dispatched almost instantaneously because he's awful. Like, oh, I'm Quasar. Get all my I power like that bracelets. name, Quasar. Yeah. I wouldn't name my child that, but... I'm terrible. My best friend is a planet. Womp womp. Yeah. So, uh, how about you there, Mistress Merlot? How low can Fun. you go? Nightmare. How how Merlot can you go? Nightmare. I can go very Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I have a very interesting uh, Von Nightmare Vineyards uh, little section today. Um, I'm actually not going to talk about wine. Uh, and it's not a wine recipe. I'm actually going to go. Cho- <laughs> I'm going to talk about chocolate. Um, Ghirardelli. Nom 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 nom. Has I call it wine chocolate. Um, but yeah, Ghirardelli has this intense, dark chocolate bar, uh, called Cabernet Matinee, and it is a dark chocolate. It is a sweeter dark chocolate, uh, that has a seductive flavor and aroma of blackberries intertwined with dark chocolate, finishing with a delightful essence of grapes. Oh, it sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> it is very good. I actually have a bar in my hand right now, and it's delicious. I want to eat some. It, would you like? You can have some. Here you go. Are you really? Open up. Yeah, you can have some. Um, it's delicious. You got a boozy ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I found the ticket. 
Uh, it's delicious. It, it not only good. has like a. I mean, I love intense flavors. I like dark. Wine. Yeah, I, I like wine. <laughs> um, I like dark chocolate. I like my coffee strong. I like red wine. And this not only has like a nice kind of you know uh, a fruity wine flavor to it and it's very light and it's very like like lightly sweet and it's very enjoyable but it also pairs really nicely with wine as well so you know if you're (laughs) you can just take a whole take a take a whole like little cute piece yeah just take a whole thing there you go there you go just eat it eat it um being polite over here i don't want to make a mess like dynamo (laughs) there's there's enough crumbs in that spot (laughs) Um, but no, it, it pairs really nicely with with a nice either like dry red or a sweeter red wine as well. Um, given the the nice blackberry taste to it and stuff, so it's called it's by Ghirardelli. It's called Cabernet Matinee. And I can pull it out, but I can't show it back. <laughs> that's oh, what Nicole's she said. got some problems. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I'm done. Okay, just just give me the damn thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, woman, what did you do? It's very delicate. <laughs> what was that, Nicole? I can't. I was trying to be delicate. <laughs> I'm a delicate flower. Hey, it's my first time. <laughs> So that's the end of my segment. How about you, I totally ruined. (laughs) I'll wait. Nicole. James Cole. Good. Agent Nicole, who doesn't know how to put chocolate back in its wrapper. <laughs> no, I don't. She knows the thong dance, though. I, just- I know. <laughs> thong dance, giving spankings. All right, I'm going to talk about a new favorite show of mine. Came out last year. It's called Timeless. It's on NBC. It's, it has Abigail Spencer, Matt Wanter, and Malcolm Burnett. Um, Bar- yeah, Bar- I can't. Whatever. McDowell. <laughs> um, it's a American sci-fi drama series. I talked about this with Patrick, and he gave me so much shit, but I don't fucking care. It's my my show. It's these three people, a history professor, a scientist, and a soldier. They go back in time to stop someone from fucking up time, and it's really cool. If you're into um, history, they go to different times in history, and it's, it's a fun show. You don't need to be prepping about anything about it. It's just really good. It's fun. It's on NBC. It comes back on TV January 16th. Usually my Monday nights are filled with Lucifer and this show. Um, the creator, Eric Keppel, who does Supernatural, he really does a great sh- job with um, Timeless. So definitely take a chance with it. And, and let me know how you feel. If you like it, like time travel shit. Yeah. Yeah, except no, we already no, talked about this. No, I'm not no. going to go over okay, it. Okay, good. Because I was going to cut you. We did talk about this. Yeah, we don't. It's a fictional show, Patrick. Fictional. 
What are you doing? Are you taking pictures over there? No. Oh, I'm not taking pictures. I'm trying to get this stupid thing to work, and it didn't work. What are you trying to do? Oh, that's why, because it's a thing that had stuff in it. Stuff and things? Yeah, it's a thing that had stuff in it, and it was supposed to work, but it didn't work. Alrighty. So, this is our first show of the new year, and... Patrick is taking I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. My mom texted me. Why? Your mom texted you that she likes wine? No, she's just telling... What the fuck? No, my mom says, are you home now? Make sure you wrap the sweatshirt for your daff. <laughs> D-A-F. So dad as fuck, I guess? I don't know. And That's then she says, song. make sure he takes honey so that he loosens up the... Oh, I, don't, I don't want to know what he's going to listen up. <laughs> no, I don't want to know. Make sure you take out the honey when he whips it out. <laughs> no, no. no he's, he has a cold. She's talking about the... Um, Phlegm. Oh, okay. Phlegm, yeah. Phlegm. Yeah. All right. I your mom, I will. Two weeks from now. Well, yeah. this, is, this is some amazing radio here. Oh, Nicole answering text messages. A new segment on Throwdown Thursday. I didn't answer it. Just... Everyone text Nicole right now. Oh, wait. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Text us two weeks ago for your response. Anyways, I'm done. Yeah. It's been a great show. It's been fun. <laughs> We're back in 2017, so yeah. So, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, we have some crazy awesome stuff uh, in the works for Good guests, new good year. shows. And chocolate. And chocolate and wine and fun stuff and great characters and... All right. Fun excitingness. My mm. my cute squishable face. In your cute squishable it's face. It's not cute. Oh, it's so cute. Look at that little face. I just want to squish it. All right. See you next, next Thursday. Thursday. In the